What's up, everybody? Before we get started tonight, I want to give a quick shout out to the Old Canal Smokehouse. They supplied us, the podcast team, with one hell of a spread before we recorded episode 11 tonight. We just want to say thank you once again. Guys, what was your what was your favorite item on the menu tonight? Uh, so I had they first of all they hooked us up, dude. Oh, that yeah. was a lot of food. I mean, we don't we didn't eat it all. Um, I had the uh, the chicken parmesan flatbread. Uh, it was kind of like a pizza, but it was real good. I had the mac and cheese, which was delicious. Did not taste like pineapples. Did not taste any smokiness in there. Delicious. Uh, and then I also had. Did you have the hot poppers? I did not. I did not have a hot popper. I I never had their hot poppers before. I love hot poppers, but theirs, it's a jalapeno. It's got grilled chicken in the middle with a little bit of cream cheese, and then they wrap it in bacon, and they put this kind of like barbecue sauce over top of it. So it was delicious. Corey with the K, what was your favorite? Yeah, one of my favorite things was the cornbread. I'm not a huge cornbread guy. Had theirs, and it was really good. And then also, they gave us some couple of cocktails, and one of them was a apple punch with some bullet bourbon and it was fantastic good deal you know i was i was a uh, big fan of the chicken wings they were so juicy i mean they i mean they just tender they just fell right off the bone i'm a big chicken wing guy so yeah, you I, was, are. I was one of my favorites i had some ribs same way fell right off the bone wasn't tough i mean it was so tender mac and cheese shout out to old canal like dg said they they don't they don't try to get fancy with their mac and cheese it is all american is Tasted great, delicious. Also, the flatbread. I'm not sure what they call it on the menu, so I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't know the name of it, but it was, it was like a flatbread chicken parm with some different stuff on it. Delicious. So, thank you, Okinaw. Troy, what was your favorite? Uh, mine was those uh, barbecue wings, just like you said. And then uh, with the drinks, I had one of the sweet tea with uh, Weller bourbon in it, and it wasn't wasn't too strong, just enough to taste that bourbon and uh, a refresher drink. Nothing to knock you off your seat or anything. Good deal, good deal. So, from the Sip and Serve podcast, we want to say thank you once again to our sponsor, the Old Canal Smokehouse. We appreciate you guys. Go ahead and go down there and visit them at 94 East Water Street, downtown Chillicothe. You will not be disappointed. With that being said, on today's show, we'll be joined by you already heard his voice, Troy Pierce, to talk UFOs through our very first ever fantasy draft. And of course, answer your listener questions. Corey the K, hit it. Guess who's back? Back again. Rollski's back. Tell a friend. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski, and I'm here on the Sip and Serve podcast where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. To my right, I got Corey with a K behind the board across the table. I got my main man, DG. What up, DG? Hey, man. It's good to see you. Good to have you back. Appreciate it. To my left, how could I forget? We got a guest back for the third time, I believe. Mr. Troy Pierce, fan favorite. How are we doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Uh, glad to be on the show again. Uh, well, we're glad to have you. Yeah, I might not be a guest anymore. Maybe a, a team player. Uh, uh, maybe you're still the manager. We'll call you the manager. How about that, <laughs> DG? What do you think? Yeah, he's not on the team yet. He's still a guest. Water boy, in my opinion. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have to earn your stripes with me, bub. 
Good deal with that being said. With that being said, tonight's a special night, guys. We got the Red Legs opening night right here behind us on the TV screen. It's on mute, so the listeners won't be able to hear, but we are watching while we're recording. DG, we're all big Red Legs fans around here. What can we expect from the Reds in 2020? How good is it to just watch a baseball game that's got some meaning on TV, you know what I mean? I mean, it's weird. No no fans in the stands are piping in, you know, crowd noise from MLB the show, but it's just so good to sit down, be able to sit down and watch some watch some meaningful baseball. Cincinnati Red Legs, man. I was talking to you guys uh, a little bit earlier. They they just I bet you they spent more money in free agency this offseason than they ever have in the history of the franchise. I mean, they just they went out and got all kinds of pieces. Uh, Mike Moustakis, Shogo Akiyama, um, Freddie Galvis, uh, Wade Miley. I mean, these guys. Some of these guys are former All Stars. They have. I think I feel like the front office has shown the fans like, hey, we're about winning and we're about winning right now. There's no more waiting. There's no more rebuilding. This is the year. I mean, they got they got. In my opinion, they got the best starting rotation in in Major League Baseball. They got a solid bullpen. They got bats. They got gloves. They got leaders in the clubhouse. Everybody's talking about how how great this team chemistry is. I'm just ant man. I mean, we finally we finally made it four months or whatever it was without baseball. Here we are, and I'm just excited to see what these guys can do. Hell yeah, me too. Baseball's back. The NBA is back next week. I can't wait. Sports are back. Are we ready to get into it, DG? Couldn't be more ready, man. With that being said, we're going to get right into our first segment of the show. I'm pretty sure that we've done this in an earlier episode, but we're going to start tonight off a little different. We're going to start it off with a listener question. The reason we're doing that is because we have talked behind closed doors about this topic. We've wanted that we've wanted to bring this up on the pod beforehand. We just we just didn't know when the right time was. Well, Mr. Jordan here, he sent in this question this week, and uh, this is the right time because his question is, are we alone in the universe? Do you have any unexplainable stories that may have led you to this decision? Well, behind closed doors, me, DG, and Corey the K, we've talked about wanting to talk up UFOs. We wanted to get weird. We wanted to get weird on a podcast with you guys. And I remember before we before we recorded, I think it was like before we recorded episode two or three, a listener sent me a text and said, hey, you know, you guys talk about sports and you talk about this, you talk about that. Why don't you guys talk about, you know, UFOs or some weird stuff or uh, Bigfoot? Like they want to hear us talk about stuff that we're not um, normally talking about in our everyday lives. So I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. So I've been thinking this whole time. We've talked about it. When was the best time to bring it up? Well, there's no better time than now, thanks to Jordan with this question. So, are we alone in the universe? Well, let me tell you a story, and I'll tell you why we are not alone in this universe. So, I'm going to take you guys back about three or four years ago in none other than Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It was probably midweek, late night, got back from dinner, got back from the bar, and I might have I might have had a few drinks, you know, but I wasn't I wasn't shit canned or anything. I wasn't on no extra extracurriculars. I was, I mean I was just sitting on the balcony enjoying my night, listening to the waves, you know. I was I probably had to chew in, just winding down for the night, 
and I, I just, I, I just didn't feel normal. You know, I, I felt like a presence kind of around me at, at this time. I was sitting out there by myself and I had a listener in Austin who sent in a lot of questions. He was inside the hotel room. My wife, his girlfriend, a listener in Clint and Lexi, which is his fiance. They were all inside. I was alone on the balcony. So I, I just, I, I felt. What, what floor? Um, we were we were pretty high up this year, right. so uh, I don't know. Let's just say fifteen out of twenty five. Okay, so you were kind of up there. Yeah, we were up there, so I didn't feel right, and the wind started picking up. I'm like, oh man, this feels weird. So I look over to my right, and we're in the heart of Myrtle Beach. So there's, you know, resorts all high down rises, the beach. Yeah, yep. high rises all down the beach. So I really couldn't see nothing besides the hotels. But then, this light came over top of the hotels. So I'm thinking, oh, a helicopter, a low-flying plane maybe, you know, the Coast Guard, I'm not sure, because they were flying low. It was right above the hotels. And at that point, we were staying in a resort that was close to the pier. And the pier was to my right, probably three or four hotels down. But I could see it from my balcony because the pier goes out in the ocean, obviously. And this, this object came over top of the hotels over top of the pier to the very end of the pier. And of course it was late at night, so the pier was closed. There was nobody out there. And it just stopped above the end of the pier. And I'm now I'm not saying it was low or anything. I'm saying I don't know. 500, 600 feet above the pier. And it stopped. And like it was like an oval shape. I mean it was big, guys. I'm not talking small. I'm talking I'm talking big. So like, wait, I not to interrupt you, but from what you're explaining to me, I'm thinking, well, there's a kid in, staying in one of these hotels. He's got like a drone. He's flying along the beach to just, you know, he's just messing around with it. No, no. This no. thing was way bigger than I, a drone. When I say big, I mean this thing was probably half a football field long. Oh. And I'm not, now no, listen to me. Is that wide of a light? Was it bright? Dude, it was it was unbelievable what I seen. And I, I'm not making this up. I would take it to the grave. And if listeners, you guys, I don't care if you don't believe me, you can kiss my ass because I'm being dead serious right now. This is a true story. This thing came over the pier and it stopped at the end and then it like lowered and the light got closer to the water and it got so low that you could see like, uh, you know, when a helicopter you see in the movies, like it gets close to the water and it starts like spraying up like yep. the mist and stuff. Yeah. It got so low. And the light was shining on the water. I could just see like the mist coming off the ocean, like just flying in the air. You're laughing right now, Troy, but I'm not kidding you. Like this, oh, God. see, that's why I didn't want to tell because I didn't think you guys would freaking believe. Me. I'm into it, man. Keep but, going. But listen, it it came so low to the pier, and the light was in the water, and the the freaking the water kept splashing up in the air, and like I could see. Like, the bottom of it, it, it looked just like a UFO. I mean, like, the pictures, I don't know what a UFO looks like, but if I would imagine one, it would look like this. It was, like, oval-shaped on the bottom, and then it had, like, a big circle, half a circle on top of it, and it had, like, circle lights and a circle on the bottom around the oval. Like, there was, like, lights that would shine down, and they were just around the bottom of the UFO. And I'm not kidding you. I stood up. I stood up. And I, I said... Colette, Colette, come here. And as soon as I said that, as soon as I said that, DG, I'm not shitting you not, this thing took off 
across the ocean. No, 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 no. You're laughing. But this thing took off. Like it, it, it knew I seen it. Did it have any sound? Or you just heard the the, oh, it the had, waves crash. No, it had a sound. Loud? No, it wasn't it wasn't real loud. It was just like like as soon as I stood up, I said, Clint, Clint, come here, come here. I opened up the door and I was still watching it. I said, Clint, come here, come here. And that thing just went. It was just like a and it went across the ocean. Like like you turned the light switch off. Like I seen it across the ocean and then gone. <laughs> Like, I seen it all the way to the horizon. You know when you're sitting on the beach yeah. and you can see as far as you can? I seen it go that far, the light in the water still. And then it got out there, and then it disappeared. It was gone. So, when it left, how high, like, did it did it go up as it was going no, out? No, it just, did it just stayed it right just, above the water? Yeah, it shot across the water, just like, Just gone. Gone. And I'm telling you, I went and got Clint. I went and got Austin. I brought him out, and I said... They're Guys. probably like, you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They, they kind of did say that. Yeah, they kind of did. But that's the thing about everyone in the United States right now. You can, everybody, some people out there have stories about seeing unidentified flying objects. That's a UFO. And, you know, the U.S. military, the government, whatever, they've spotted these things. And they finally just declassified them. Am I wrong? I saw something about that. Yeah, I mean, they're coming out. The Pentagon's releasing info about these things. So, you guys got anything to add? Because that's my story. I know for a fact we are not the only ones on this universe. No, that's what I was going to add. I, I, like you, read something about the Pentagon. So someone in the Pentagon supposedly releasing pictures that the Navy has taken and then, like, two super top-secret meetings that they were talking about these photos of UFOs and somehow they got linked, leaked. Yeah, well, I also read an article today. It popped up today. You know, we were talking about UFOs, and it popped up today. Yeah. And um, they said a guy that used to work for the Pentagon, he's he's leaking this information. Like, they have an unidentified flying object that has crashed, and that's in their possession in a government stored away, and they're about to, they're about to leak information on it. So, I mean... If they do that and they, they come out with this shit, 2020 is about to get even weirder. 2020 uh, is about to get even weirder, boys. With my story that I wanted to tell tonight, and then this comes out today of the podcast, that they're going to do this shit, that's 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 freaking weird. That's a big coincidence. Yeah. You're right. DG, I know you're a big solar system guy. What you got on this? I know you're itching down there. Well, to answer Jordan's question, I've never seen anything that would make me believe. I've never had an experience like yours. Okay. So what about the pictures that you see of these like radars picking these things up flying in there? You've seen them. There's videos all yeah, around. Yeah. Um, I've looked at some of those pictures and while you, you know, you look at the picture and you take it at face value, it does look like it's something and it's not a plane. It's not anything we normally see in the sky. And these drones can't fly that high. Well, it, if, it, if it's a U.S. or, you know, a military drone, yes, they can. But yeah. I'm talking about, you know, it's not a kid's drone out there. It's not one of these hopped up drones up right. there. I guess, like, in my mind, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm just thinking, well, somebody could have Photoshopped it. I mean, there's technology these days. You can 
Photoshop anything, anybody into anything or anything into any picture, you know, like, I don't know, like, just there's a part of me that doesn't really trust what I'm looking at. Now, it'd probably be different if I had an experience like yours where I saw with my own eyes and I know what I saw. I'll take it to the grave with me. Yours sounds pretty, I've never known you to be a fibber. No, I'm, and I'm not lying about that. I am not. That is the God honest truth. And That's I what I seen that, that night. <laughs> okay, so here, here, this is my thing. Um, no, I haven't seen anything with my own eyes um, that would, you know, lead me to believe that. But here's here's what I know. You got a good imagination, Rolski? Absolutely. Okay. I want you to imagine that you were born an ant in one of the flower beds out in front of your house. Okay. Okay. Pretend that. So your your whole life, you're you're just a baby ant, and all you know is the six inches in every direction in your flower bed. Okay. Okay. So that that ant is basically how big the Earth is compared to the entire universe. Okay. To give you kind of like a, an analogy, if that ant traveled from this flower bed out here in your front yard to Ladaville, which is just a group of houses about five miles out of town. That's the equivalent of a person from the the like the planet Earth going to Mars. That's like the distance, okay? That's com- it's a you know, it's scaled down, but that's a comparable I know, anal- I, I analogy. Know what you're saying. You follow me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. But the ant, when it's born, it doesn't even know about Ladderville. It doesn't know Ladderville's out there. Now we have you know, our technology is advanced to the point where we got telescopes and things like that. We can see Mars. We know it's out there. We know about the other planets in our solar system. But the ant, once it, let's say it, somehow or other, it makes it out to Ladderville. It doesn't even know what's, what, what else is the next five miles away. Or, the ne- you know, what's, what's five miles to the east or the west or the north or south. It doesn't even know because it's never even seen it. Okay? You with me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um, it's just, the ant doesn't even know if there's other towns in the vicinity and that's just around Frankfurt. That's just around our hometown. Okay. There's other towns and cities in other counties, yeah, in other states, in other countries, on other continents that that ant doesn't even know about and will never know about because he's got no way of knowing. Yeah. Because he's so small. And this earth is so big. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just mind-boggling how little we know about the universe, okay? To give you some other analogies, and I'm I'm not, these aren't my own, okay? I was just kind of preparing for the show today, and I found this online. I thought it was kind of a good analogy to illustrate all this. Let's roll with it. Um, the amount of stuff that the ant knows about planet earth, that's about the amount we know about the universe, okay? And the universe is everything. Every galaxy, every solar system, everything. That's the universe, all right? Our solar system and some of these planets are so far away, you can't even see them, not even with a telescope, you know, that you or I buy. I mean, the Hubble Space Telescope can probably see them, but that's how far away they are. We can hardly observe them for Thousands and thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, people didn't know there was planets out there. I mean, hell, people were still thinking Earth was flat at that point. You know what I mean? How about this? If our solar system was a bump, one one of those bumps on a men-sized basketball, 
the basketball, the whole thing, is the Milky Way galaxy. Okay. You with me? Yeah. So we got our solar system, Earth, Mars, Venus, Saturn, Uranus, Jupiter, the sun. That's how small our solar system is compared to the Milky Way galaxy. It's one bump on that men-sized basketball. So the whole solar system's just the bump? The whole solar system is just the bump. Okay. So there's a lot more out there. The Milky Way galaxy is the whole basketball. You see, you with me? Mm -hmm. Rolski, give me your guess on how many galaxies there are. Seven. What do you think? A hundred. By you. 150. 100 billion. (laughs) Shit. 100 Uh Billion. I, thought I was a little. I was a little off on seven there, huh? There's a hundred billion galaxies <laughs> that I, we know of. I thought I was a little bit warm when he said a hundred. Those are only the ones we know of. Okay, my whole point in saying all this is the universe is so freaking big, and we know so little about it that I'm not going to sit here and say, "Nope, we're the only life in the universe," because I just think that's naive. There's so much out there we don't know about. Now, is the is the what kind of life is there? I don't know. Yeah. Is it intelligent life? Is it more intelligent than we are? Does it have the capacity to build, you know, spacecraft that can fly to other galaxies and come and observe people living on this planet? Well, I don't obviously, because I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it <laughs> yeah. in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, above the pier. I've seen it, and it zoomed across the Atlantic like a freaking flash of light. And I've seen that with my own two eyes. Quarter of the K. Troy, DG, any closing thoughts on UFOs in this galaxy or universe? Yeah, I'm just not a big believer in another form of life out there than Earth. Um, And I'm not a big, you know, my mind doesn't stretch as as far as maybe others. It's pretty small, you know. I'm not the smartest bulb in the chandelier type of thing. (laughs) shit (laughs) but with all this technology that we have you know you would think we would we would know more we would know those answers that if there's another form of life we would know about it or we could we could take something and and see it and if if we could see it then my thoughts and uh beliefs will will change i mean seeing is believing well, as Rolski would tell you, whenever the, oh, I've seen it, and whenever they declassify these pictures of this object that they found wrecked on our planet Earth, maybe you will become a believer because it's coming. I mean, there's articles all over the internet today about this object that they're storing away in government property right now. What do they call it? Area 51, whatever it is. I mean, there's there's an object down there that they found, and they believe it is, a, I mean, a UFO from a different galaxy. So. Closing thoughts, gentlemen. I believe DG says he's not he's not saying no, but he's not saying yes. Yeah. yeah. Troy says hell no. Corey with the K. What do you? I mean, what's your final thought? Oh, I think there's other life forms out there. All right, good deal, Corey with the K. We're going to end that segment with that. Moving on to our first ever fast food fantasy draft. On tonight's draft, we'll be drafting our favorite fast food items. The draft order was randomly drawn earlier this week, and the order goes as follows. Troy, you'll be number one. Myself, Rolski, second pick. Corey with a K will have the third pick, and DG will round out round one with the fourth pick. 
we will be doing a snake type draft. For listeners who don't know what a snake type draft is, the first pick in the first round will get the last pick in the second round. The last pick in the first round will get the first pick in the second round, and so on. Now, gentlemen, we've we've talked about this behind closed doors. What exactly are the items that we're allowed to pick? Well, I'm going to run down a list for you guys of the restaurants that we would probably be picking from. Now, you might have something off the wall, and that's up to you, but these are the, these are the restaurants that I came up with. McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, Wendy's, Subway, Cane's, Taco Bell, Chipotle, Rally's, Rack's, Hardee's, Long John Silver's, Captain D's, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, KFC, Dairy Queen, Jimmy John's, Jersey Mike's, Annie Ann's, White Castle, Panda Express, Five Guys, A&W, Sonic, Cold Stone, Panera, Cinnabon, and so forth. We're not going to do any pizza. We've all agreed on that, correct, DG? Yeah, pizza, we just kind of felt like pizza was its own its own category. Not really considered fast food, but its own thing. Maybe we'll do that some other yeah, time. Yeah, we'll do pizza some other time, but any item on the menu is up for grabs. Each of us will make a pick in each round. The draft will be five rounds long. Once the draft is over, we will read each of our top five picks, and we will let the listeners vote on a winner. With that being said... I declare the 2020 Sip and Serve Podcast Fast Food Fantasy Draft open. TJ, you are on the clock. Okay. First pick. Fast Food Fantasy. Hmm. I am going with Dairy Queen Blizzard. Oh, 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 oh. Coming out of freaking right field with that one. Coming out big. Wow. Mark That's... that. You guys better mark that one off your list. You know what? I had that on my list. I had that one on and, my and, short and, list. And, and that yep. kind of pissed me off a little bit because I was thinking I could maybe get that in the third or fourth round. It's a hot. That's a hot one, man. I mean, I can have a blizzard in the summer or the winter. I mean, and notably... I love the turtle pecan cluster. What the shit? The pecan cluster? You're going to have all them items to pick from that they can put in your blizzard, and you're going with a turtle pecan cluster? I can speak for all red-blooded Americans when I say the Reese Cup blizzard is the best of all time. I was going to say, you're going to waste the the blizzard pick with the pecan cluster and not a Reese Cup blizzard. All right. I mean, maybe I'll go Heath, the Heath bar. Okay, moving on. That just pissed me off even more. (laughs) Myself, Rolski, is on the clock with the second pick in the first round of the Fast Food Fantasy Draft. I am going to select... Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. That's a good one. The Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Let me break this down for you guys. The reason that I picked Wendy's, because over like the past few months, probably five months ago, they... They came out with these Popeyes. They had this uh, competition with Chick-fil-A about their spicy chicken sandwiches, right? And they compared Wendy's, Popeyes, and Chick-fil-A's spicy chicken sandwiches. Well, here's a fun fact for you guys, and the listeners out there are probably going to give me some hate mail for this one. I've never had Popeyes in my life, and I've never had Chick-fil-A in my life. Man, Popeyes. I've never had either. Popeyes are hit and miss. Like they're good in the south, but like up and if you have one up in Ohio, I know the closest one over by us is like Jeffersonville Mall, and it's awful. But in the south, it's just it's it's 
Atlanta Airport Pope, Popeyes is always on point. Yep. And I know I know a lot of people love Chick Fil A. Well, fun fact: I've never had it, so I can't I can't I can't pick anything off their menu because this is my list. And I know a lot of people are gonna say, "Well, the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich is way better." Well, I'm sorry because I've never had it, so that's why I went with my gut on this. Well, I think we should. That that's a good point. I mean, these are not we're not trying to pick items that we think people are going to vote for. You know what I'm saying? These are these are our favorites. And then the fans can decide whatever. Yep, so I agree. I think that was worth mentioning. And and I think uh, Wendy's the quality of their products has improved year over year. I I mean I think you know that they've improved. I think Wendy's is number one on the fast food chain. Honestly, that's probably my favorite fast food restaurant. It's pretty. It's pretty quality. All right, moving on with the third pick in the first round, Corey with the K. You are on the clock. All right, uh, so uh, my my idea of a pick was so I've played fantasy football for twenty years. I looked it up on Yahoo the other day, and I've this will be my twentieth year of fantasy football. And in fantasy football drafts, the first pick is always it's got to be a running back, the staple of the team. So so when I think fast food, I think the staple of fast food is a cheeseburger. Okay. okay. So with that thinking, my first pick had to be a cheeseburger, and it's my favorite cheeseburger, and it's also from Wendy's. It's going to be the Baconator or the son of Baconator from Wendy's. Okay. You know what? Great pick, Corey. You know, I had a few conversations throughout the week with uh, people I work with, and I told them that we were going to be doing this fantasy draft. I said, "What? what I mean, what's some of your guys' favorite items that yeah. are on the menus? And one guy I work with said, all oh, the Baconator, oh. absolutely. It's, it's the Baconator my is my favorite. That's what the guy said. So I'm not surprised. I mean, I figured somebody would pick that in one of their picks. Uh, DG, I, Troy, what do you guys think about the Baconator? I from scratched Wendy's? that one off my list. Solid pick. Solid pick. I mean, it's a good pick, but I like a little bit of veggie on my yeah. uh, burger. Yep, all you need is meat and cheese, bub. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. The fourth pick in the first round. DG, you're on the clock. The pick is in. Anybody that knows me well knows that I'm a Taco Bell guy. Yeah, you definitely are. I am a Taco Bell connoisseur. Well, you mentioned it was one of your favorite midnight snacks in an earlier episode. It doesn't matter what time of day, but yeah, I've had plenty of Taco Bell at midnight and later even. And you know, when I drive... They've been late, eat great. When I drive through Seaville, whenever I'm driving through that area... That drive-thru has cars in it nonstop. It's, it's a wraparound line, usually. Yeah. And their breakfast menu has come a long way over the last three or four years. It's a quality breakfast menu. It really is. But anyway, my first pick, I, I needed the I needed the chicken quesadilla. Chicken quesadilla. Chicken quesadilla out of Taco Bell. I like it because of its versatility. Um... Malt, you know, it's good as a snack. You get, if you're going to have it for dinner, I, I, I'm i going to get two of them probably with a side of cinnamon twist. Um, <laughs> it's just it's chicken, a great, chicken it, quesadilla. It's a and great, chicken it's a quesadilla. great I don't know what else to say. It's a good pick. And I would, do you throw some of the, uh, the sauce on it? I'll throw the some packets. mild sauce on there. I don't have to though because the sauce they put in there the okay. Baja sauce they put in there, 
Oh, I forgot they use that in there. Okay, yeah. so they used to put those in the uh, with, chalupas with like two or three kinds of melted cheese already in there. Yeah. So this was this was the argument we had off air for the listeners. Um, my next pick was actually going to be a steak quesadilla from Taco Bell, but we decided we're earlier, not going to split hairs. We're not splitting hairs on the we're we're not splitting hairs on the podcast. So I'm, my steak quesadilla is crossed off because it's basically the same thing, just with steak and chicken. So I'm unable to pick that now, just for clarification. DG. Round two, you're back on the clock with the first pick in round two. What you got? Raising canes, chicken and cane sauce. Chicken tenders with cane sauce. Okay. Round two, pick one. DG picks raising canes, tenders with cane sauce. Tender chicken tenders yeah. with cane sauce. Solid pick. Everybody I mean, loves the toast. You can... You can leave off the toast. I don't care for the toast. Give me the chicken. You know what? Give me the chicken. Here's another fun fact. I'm not a big fan of canes. I think it's overpriced, and I think it's over-frickin'-rated. So when all the people that were parked, we we recently just got one in our uh, local town, uh, Chillicothe, and people were parked all the way down Bridge Street the first week it opened. I'm just, look at all these people. Freaking morons waiting an hour in line for freaking overpriced chicken. I like you. I like you. I don't care for your opinion on that. <laughs> Good yeah. deal. And one time I was in there, back to the bread story. I mean, some people's all about that garlic bread. I mean, some people well, go just for the bread. Yeah. Man. And I got, I was second in line, and the woman in front of me wanted to butter both sides. Well, hell, I didn't even know they, they did that. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> people butter get, people get yeah, so I want particular the bread about their fast food sides. orders. Oh, So shit. particular. Yeah, was, My sister worked at a McDonald's drive-thru one, one time, one summer, and she said people would come through and order Big Macs, and they would specifically, they didn't like the sesame seeds on the top bun, so they would specifically order them. They wanted a bottom bun on the bottom and on the top both. Jeez. And if you didn't give them one, they were coming in and raising hell from the drive-through line. People were crazy, man. Yeah, it's it's wild. Right, fast food, you think you got to take what they what's on the menu? You can't alter everything. I yeah, mean, but maybe good yeah, deal. Okay, different. pick number two in round two. Corey with the K, you're on the clock. What do you pick? All right, so both of those were good picks by DG. Uh, I actually I had in my mind. If I wanted something from Taco Bell, I better did it on the first pick, because I knew DG was about to knock out a couple. I'm not surprised if he he'll have, he'll come back with another one. I promise. So, I, luckily, nothing from Taco Bell's on my list. DG, so you're safe. Oh, well, you're gonna lose. <laughs> so, with my second pick, I am going to go with a Chipotle bowl. You know with, what? With chips. I know a lot of the listeners are big fan of Chipotle because my wife and all of her friends. I mean, I, everybody I talk to is a big fan of Chipotle. But here I am again. Call me a basic bitch if you want, you know. <laughs> I, I don't like Chipotle either. So, Troy, what do you think about Chipotle? Are you a fan of Chipotle? I am. I, I enjoy Chipotle a lot. I even had a Chipotle burrito on here. but I, I did, believe, too. I, I did, believe too. I, you, I think no. I have to mark this one off. No. I think that's two totally different items. Yeah, you, I, a Chipotle, a Chipotle burrito bowl. is still it's on. It's the same thing. As, no, it's uh, not. You just have a wrap. Different. Now, damn it! But that tortilla makes all the difference yes, in the it, world. Yes, it does. Because, I, I declare yeah. as the uh, the CEO of this podcast and this draft. You're the commish. Yeah, yeah, the freaking burrito is still on the table. Okay. 
So, I'm the third pick. Uh, you don't have to worry about me picking that nasty <laughs> shit. Third pick in the second round. I'm going to go with Wendy's. Going back to the staple. Wendy's. Spicy chicken nuggets. Ah, man. Good pick. Yeah, that's a good I'll one. scratch that one off, too. <laughs> Boys, you know what? There wasn't a time that I can remember that when they took away them spicy chicken nuggets for a while. You remember Wendy's just like discontinued them? And they just came back. Yeah, they just came back. And I was just like, I just rose. I just rose up. I like to get the meal. I like to get the spicy chicken sandwich meal, you know, the fries and the pop, whatever. And then get me a five piece on the side. I'll get this. I'll get the spicy chicken Caesar salad and get some extra spicy nugs. Oh, dump them on dice top. Dice them up. Dump oh, okay. them on top. All right. I, I'm not a big salad guy, but I could get down with that. If I'm trying to eat... Healthy fast food, that's what I'm going with. And Wendy's has good salads. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay. Troy, fourth pick, second round. You're on the clock. Okay. Uh my no one's picked this one. Uh it's Cajun fries from Five Guys. Yeah, those are good. Cajun fries from Five Guys. I've never had those. You gonna have to request the the Cajun, I think, or is it on their menu? Cajun yeah, fries, yeah, maybe it's on, it is. it's on their menu. But like, if you just order a fry, it's just regular like fair fry. But if, if you ask for the Cajun fry, they just put some kind of seasoning on it to make it a little spicier with a little bit of kick. Oh, they're good. Good yeah. deal. I and see. Dude, five guys never slights you on fries, dude. Yeah. They always load you up. I can't. I can never eat all the fries they give me. And is that a? No, that's fine. United, five guys. You, no, does it? I think for so. United States, Five Guys, or is that? Uh, just I'm not east? real sure about I that. Decide. I think it's more Northeast Midwest because I know the first one was in uh, uh, Cleveland, and then like one of the very first ones in Columbus area was in Easton. So I mean, they're relatively new, like the last seven or eight years. But I think they're a lot bigger now. Well, anyhow, TJ. I guess all these guys like the fries. I've never had them. Sounds like a great pick. But back to you in round three. Oh, Number got... one pick, TJ, oh. Snake Draft. Oh, You're crap. up again. You're on the clock. What do you think? I wasn't ready for that. Well, um, you got to pay attention. You know what a Snake Draft is, son. You play fantasy football. You play fantasy baseball. I mean, you're acting like you've never done a draft before. I don't, Get your shit together. I don't know. Act like you've been on the show before. I don't know if you call You're saying like... you want to be a part of the show, but you're, you're turning into the boy that's out there mopping the floor but in between games. I don't know if you call what TJ does in fantasy sports playing fantasy sports. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I, I've got some dollars off of playing fantasy. Okay, so. well, let's see what you got here in the third round. All right. We're going to go with Arby's Cheese Sticks. Oh, <laughs> no, no. That's a great pick because Arby's Cheese Sticks are phenomenal. They are. And yeah. I, I like to dip them in the horsey sauce and the three pepper sauce. Oh, I see, that you, don't piss, you just skip the marinara. Just pissed me off. That that just pissed me off. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you skip the marinara, the horsey yeah, sauce. Are I, you kidding me? I throw the marinara. You're away. so full of that's shit. Awful. How that's can you not pick. dip a cheese stick in marinara? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. At least it's not ketchup. Cheese stick with fucking horsey sauce. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Rolski. Myself, round three, second pick. I'm going to go to Arby's, Troy. I'm going back to Arby's. And I, I figured I'm going to grab these early because I'm not sure. I don't I don't know how to fill you guys out. But these are my favorite French fries. 
out of all the fast food joints, oh, the curly fries. Yeah. Arby oh. curly fries. Arby's okay. curly fries are my favorite fries of all fast food. And you picked those above Wendy's fries. Yes, yes. Oh, now, Wendy's, Wendy's, I don't even, Wendy's are in any of my top three. No. Yeah, but you had Wendy's one and two, and then you went. Oh, well. I figured you'd have to throw Wendy's in your third No, round. no, 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 no. I'm not going all Wendy's. I'm, I mean, Wendy's don't sponsor the podcast. That's no free solid, ads. That's solid pick. <laughs> but, that is. They were on my list. Corey with the K. Uh, pick number three in round three. You are on the clock. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go with, since I didn't get my Reese Cup Blizzard, since TJ picked it with the first overall, I'm going to go with my backup cold treat. And I'm going to go to Tim's and get an ice cap. Tim's ice cap. Okay, ice so that's our first beverage. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. First beverage of the draft. I mean, yeah, Mr. Troy took Blizzard number one. I wouldn't really call that a yeah, beverage, it's a but beverage, it's a it's a cold treat. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Corey with the K, yeah. I'm I'm gonna grant you that. Tim's my, ice cap. It's one of my favorites. The regular, the light, or do you like the no, different just, flavors? No, just a little regular, espresso no, on top. No Supreme, no espresso. I made that mistake before getting espresso. I threw the thing out. It was awful. Just a plain ice cap, no whipped cream, nothing. We see that I'm a, once again basic bitch over here, <laughs> Rolski. I'm not a big coffee guy. I've said that before on the podcast. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand hot coffee. Can't stand cold coffee. Moving on, round three, pick four. DG, you were on the clock. Well, this came up in, earlier in the draft, and I'm uh, I'm glad nobody snagged it because I'm going to get it right now. Chipotle burrito. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> Preferably chicken. Chipotle chicken burrito. Some light brown rice in there. Uh, beans, depends on the day. Fajita veggies, depends on the day. Queso, yes, please. Uh, some medium medium salsa. Just a dab of sour cream and just a, just a couple sprigs of lettuce. And I'm good to go. You see, when Chipotle first came to our local town, I mentioned earlier, Chilcothi, and Seville. Like, everybody was so excited about it. And I remember, I think I was just graduated from high school. It was like 2010, 2011 time frame here. And me and my buddies, they talked me into going there. I'm like, oh, it's Mexican joint. I'm like, hell, I like Mexican. I went in there and got a burrito. I was so disappointed because I didn't know what to order. Like, it's so confusing if you've never been there. You're like, oh, you want a burrito? They throw all this rice. They throw all these corn and stuff in it. And I'm yeah, just like, ah. There is a learning curve. Yeah, like, I didn't know. And I, I ate it, and I was just like, oh, man, this, is, this, isn't, my, this isn't my thing here. And then I went back, and I got a bowl, and it was okay. I've never had a meal that I would want to go back for. So Chipotle's off my list. Starting off, round four, DG, you're on the clock with pick number one. Drum roll, please. That's where it gets tough for me, man. Well, this I mean, is... we can spark up a conversation while you're thinking. Well, I, think... I was going to ask you guys, because we talked about Chipotle. Has anybody ever been to Piata? Yes. Yeah. I love Piata. I'll bet your Rolski hasn't. I have not it's, been it, to Piata. It's, like it's like an Italian Chipotle. Yeah, yeah, like Italian street food, basically. And it's the same way. Like yeah. you were talking about Chipotle. You walk in, it's a little overwhelming. Like, what am I supposed to do? All I want is a burrito. And they're asking you question after question after Piata is the same way, except there's way more options in there. Yeah, and half the stuff when I first I didn't know what any of it was. There's all this fancy cheese and all these vegetables I've never heard of. And instead of rice, they gave you noodles in the burrito. Yeah. So I was the same way. That's what I was going to say. There's a big learning curve of like 
Rolski said too. It's off putting for some people, but it's solid once you get the hang of it. So are you taking the pepperoni rule? No, basically by asking this question, I'm just trying to stall and uh, <laughs> create some time so I can decide what my next pick's going to be because it ain't Piata. Okay. My next pick is going to be. Well, oh hell, gosh, gosh. hell! I mean, I could have went down there and got another twenty-four pack of beer at the gas station, been back, took a piss on the side of the street, got arrested, got out of jail, came back, and here we are. I'm going back. I'm going to Five Guys, but I'm getting a cheeseburger. Five Guys cheeseburger. Okay, yeah. double or original? I'm getting the double personally. And cheeseburger's damn good from there. Double cheese from Five Guys. I've never had a bad cheeseburger from Five Guys no. ever. So damn expensive. I'm a tight ass. I can't. I can't go there. I went there one time. My meal was like fourteen bucks. I about shit a brick. I said, "Well, if this is fast food, I should have went, well went to Red Lobster." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. I went to Roosters, had me fucking ten chicken wings, a freaking side of fries, and three beers. Would have got out of there for fourteen bucks. Yeah. Moving on, Corey K. Number two pick, round four. What you got? All right, I'm going back with with a cheeseburger, and it's one of my favorites from Steak and Shake. I'm going to go with a Frisco melt. Frisco melts. Uh, well, good call going to Steak and Shake. That's a dark horse, man. I'm I, didn't on a, even, I didn't even think about Steak and Shake. Well, I had that coming up. You took my pick, but I had Cajun Burger from Steak and well, Shake. Well, you can That's, still pick you it. Can still do that. You can nah, say, yeah, you got I'm to say it. Dude, you, don't under, you don't understand the rules. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mark it off. I got another pick, so I'm going to mark okay, it off. Okay, well, you can, do what you, you can do what you want, but I'm telling you, as the CEO of the commission of this podcast and this draft, you can pick that because it's a different item. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, moving on. I mean, he. Really it's just a hamburger prepared a different way. Okay. Well, anyway, um, round four, pick three is my pick, and we talked about this earlier um, before before we started recording. So I'm gonna go with Subway here, guys. I, I thought Subway would go earlier. Obviously, you guys aren't big sub fans. I'm a huge Subway guy. Um, I'm gonna go. Well, we talked about it, so I'm going to pick Subway, and we said it's going to be a choice of sub, right? Yep. So yep. I, when we write down on the list, it's going to be a choice of sub. Yep. So my number four pick, our number three pick in the fourth round is going to be Subway, choice of sub. But I'm going to tell you what my two favorites are. I got the oven roasted chicken breast. And now here's the secret. I just discovered this while I was in Myrtle Beach Airport. I usually just get the meat warmed up, with the cheese melted on top in the microwave and then have meat only meat only okay cheese melted on top and then just put it on bread because i don't like my bread crusty like hard you don't don't like like it you don't like it toasted no and the lady looked at me and she goes sir we don't have a microwave and i just wanted to look back at her and be like "Well, well what the hell kind of subway is this every other subway i've been in america has a microwave they didn't have a microwave so she goes i'll tell you what i can do she goes, I'll put your foot log in the toaster for the six inch time, not the foot long time. And I go, okay, I mean, I, I guess. Got it out. Perfection. Best <laughs> oven roasted chicken sub I've ever had from Subway. Because it just put a little bit, it just put a little bit of toast on the bread. It wasn't like hard and crispy like a toasted would be. And it, it, it was it was just great. Like I've never experienced that before. Well, respect to that subway worker 
for her attention to detail. But I feel like that's going to cause an issue for you because now every subway you go to, I'm going to have you're going to have to ask, you guys got a microwave? No. Okay. Well, I'm getting a foot long, but I only want it put in the toaster for the six inch time. Yeah. See, they're going to be, if I go through a drive through at Subway during this quarantine bullshit mask thing, and that I want to walk in, I tried to explain to them throughout the, uh, throughout the microphone and yeah. the drive through the lady's going to be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? The six inch time limit with the foot long, like, they're going to say, I have no idea what I'm talking about. True. So anyway, oven roasting chicken breast, pepper jack cheese, Italian bread, lettuce, mayo, one swipe of mayo, one swipe of chipotle, uh. Ranch. Southwest sauce. So, so, yeah, yeah, Chipotle South, Southwest. Southwest. Yeah. Pickles, banana pepper, jalapenos. That's my favorite sub. Second is the Subway Club with the same toppings. Always a foot long? Always. Never a six inch. Come on. Cookies? No. Chips? No. I got chips at home. Subway cookies are pretty good. They, they are, are pretty good. But I thought about my number three. List. My number three Mine's pick in the fourth long. round is Subway Choice of Sub. Solid. TJ. Fourth pick in the third round. Or fourth round, sorry. Fourth pick in the fourth round. Okay. Well, I marked off Steak and Shake Cajun Burger. For some reason, I have no idea why. I'm going to go away from it. I mean, it's it's solid, but I am going to not put that in as Corey picked the Frisco. I am going to go round four, pick four. I'm going with McDonald's. Is that the first McDonald's on the board? I think it is. Surprisingly, it is. I think it is. I hate McDonald's. There's only one thing on the McDonald's. Actually, You're so particular, man. There's only two things on the McDonald's menu that I like. I can't tell you. And. (laughs) (laughs) Such a lead up and then I can't tell you. I was hanging, dude. You left me hanging. I'll tell you here in a minute, baby. Sauces, gravy, and biscuits. Biscuit. Sometimes I order. That's the first. Sometimes I order two of them because you only get one biscuit, right? They just split it. Sausage breakfast with biscuits. They're stingy with them biscuits. Okay, well, that is top of the line sausage gravy. I mean, it is tough to beat. Better than Bob Evans. It's just got more of a a kick to it. I like Bob Evans. Yeah, but yeah, you're talking fast food, and Corey knows when I get breakfast, you know. I'm on a. I'm usually gonna get that sausage, gravy, and biscuit. If I'm not driving, if I'm driving, I gotta get it like a sandwich or something. But nah. Now you, the- you know, I'm not a big breakfast breakfast guy, especially from fast food. You know, I'd rather just have a granola bar and a Gatorade and let's move on. Well, you're not a breakfast guy anyway. But if I was a breakfast guy, I'd say my favorite fast food item. I hope no one has this on their list, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it was a. Uh, the McDonald's breakfast burrito, the dollar. It's it's a dollar, and they give you some hot sauce on the side. You can sprinkle on it. Yeah, like I'll eat a few of those, but I don't I don't venture out very much, guys. You guys know that I'm a basic bitch. Uh, TJ, round five, pick one. You're up. All right. Um, let's go with the dessert again. Oh I, boy. I, I, <laughs> Imagine two desserts. Yeah. Two desserts. I got a sweet tooth. Krispy Kreme glazed donut or sour cream glazed. Just stay with the just regular <laughs> glaze, please. I'll tell you. I mean, that mixed with a cup of black coffee is just 
Heaven. Now that's now that's a breakfast item I can get down with. Is a glazed donut. That might be my number one behind a granola bar, honestly. That I love a that's that, yeah I love a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. I don't know if anybody can argue with that pick. No, I mean uh, it's not on my list, so I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. Hopefully, it's not on anybody else's either. But I'm more of a Tim Hortons guy. Honey Cruller. Oh yeah. Honey oh, what is that? A honey. Honey cruller. Yeah. Which that's kind of like a glazed. It is. Yeah. It's just got a different texture. Yeah. What about this from Tim Hortons? How about a fresh blueberry muffin? I've never I've never had a muffin from Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> you are missing out, son. You don't know what you're missing out on. I tell you what, next time you next time you get breakfast from Tim Hortons, get you a fresh. Make sure they're fresh. Well, it won't be long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is my last pick. I mean, this is going to be hard for me because I got several things I want to talk about here. But I said I said Wendy's. Wendy's was my favorite, you know, fast food joint. But for some reason, you know, growing up as a kid, Monk, Monk, how does he always get brought up in these freaking podcasts? Every time. Monk was a huge, huge Burger King guy. He loved the Whopper. Okay. He loved the Whopper. I'm not going to pick the Whopper, but we always went to Burger King because he was—he hated the Big Mac. You know, he wasn't a big Dave's Dave single or double guy down there at Wendy's. He loved the Whopper. That was his that was his premier fast food pick. Which the Whopper probably was more meatier. That's the only thing I can yeah, think well, of. Yeah, well, I mean, if Monk was here, round one, pick one, he would have picked the Whopper, and there's no question <laughs> about it. Not even a question. I knew what his number one was. So I'm going. I, I feel like I'd be doing my family a dishonor if I didn't have something from Burger King. So, round five, pick number two. I'm going to go with the original chicken sandwich, the long skinny one, <laughs> not the round one. The long skinny, the original. I feel like I know what he's talking about lettuce and mayo. Yes, yeah. that's, that's all it. that comes on it, and it is. And you know what? You know what the trick is, Troy. You get the buffalo sauce for like the tenders on the side, and you drizzle a little bit on top. <coughs> Ooh, getting choked up thinking about it. I saw that's Burger King original chicken. Don't get their like grilled. Don't get their breaded like round sandwiches. They're not good. You got to get the original, the long skinny one. They still have that on the menu. Oh yeah, they'll never get rid of it. That's the original. Okay. Burger King original chicken sandwich. Round five, pick two. Corey with the K. Round five. Pick three, you are on the clock. All right. Uh, so I think I'm going to do another beverage. So I think I'm the only one so far to do a beverage. And I'm going to go with my fifth pick, another beverage. <laughs> and that is going to be a McDonald's Coke. Oh, just a Coke from McDonald's. What, yeah. are, you, what are you doing, dude? Fountain pop? Yeah. Have, <laughs> have you never had one? What are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I know one person. I know one person that's going to agree with you on this, and it was the same person that told us that she wanted to hear us talk about UFOs. So I know she's going to be a fan of this pick because she loves McDonald's Fountain Coke. And people do say, Corey, I'll back you up on this. Now, I'm not going to say it's a great pick. I'm going to say I've heard people talk about the Coke from McDonald's. It's different. It's way different. That's what people say. If you give me a choice of a can in front of me, Pepsi or Coke, 100% percent 10 times out of 10 i'm taking a pepsi but if i am at mcdonald's i'm ordering a coke it's just it, it, it 
It hits different. It hits different. Yeah. It freaking it hits it's, different. It's, there it, it is. That's it. Supposedly it's filtered different. cold. It's got. I think I've read once it's got three times the amount of Coke flavoring, and it's like they did that from Coke and like, hey, we want to do this to it, and Coke was like, that's fine. So and you're saying so Coke you get from McDonald's is enhanced. It's different. It's yes. Coke 2.0. It's, which it's we, enhanced. Which I wasn't had, aware of that. We had oh. a buddy in college that swore. It's by weird. McDonald's Coke. I mean, he would he would go down there multiple times yep. a week and yep. get him a coming a from fountain. a Pepsi guy. I'm taking a Coke from McDonald's as my pick. I mean, I might have overreacted when he, when you first made that pick, but I'm more of a food guy. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm there going was, fast there was food, no way in hell I was picking a drink fast on this food. I'm I'm getting a food item, but okay, respect. But it's in the parameter because it's on the menu. Sure, yeah. we said anything on the menu. DG. This is the last pick in the Sip and Serve podcast, Fast Food Fantasy Draft, round five. Pick number four, DG, you are now on the clock. You better make it a good one. <clears throat> well, I'm just going to lay it out there since I'm the last pick. What's floating around in my mind right now is Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, Frosty from Wendy's. All right, that Frosty is on my list. Uh, I know my buddy Buddy would have probably picked that number one because he gets Mac one every from time. Big Mac from McDonald's, all American sandwich. Big Mac from McDonald's. Never it's even a, thought about that. Overrated. It's too much bread. But I just yes. decided just now I'm going with Arby's Beef and Cheddar Classic. Oh, oh, you know the kid that told me that he loved the Baconator. He said it's between the Baconator and the Arby's Beef and Cheese Cheddar Classic. <laughs> so you know what? You're not the only one out there who likes it. You throw a little horsey on there? I don't like horsey. Okay. No I'll one some, fucking dips their cheese sticks in horsey. <laughs> I'll throw some Arby sauce, yeah. some okay. more Arby sauce on there. Yeah, Arby sauce, barbecue sauce, that's fine. But what were you thinking about putting your cheese sticks in horsey? <laughs> I mean, that's just still, my Arby's, blood is bubbling over here. Arby's is up there. I mean, we had a lot of Arby's Arby, picks. Arby's tonight. and Wendy's. I mean, I mean, those are our top picks. You know, I just, I just, I just found out why it's called Arby's. Why? Because its specialty is, it's roast beef, roast beef, R B. There you go, Arby's. Oh, I didn't. I guess that's a pretty common known thing, and not for you, obviously. Not for me. But I just found that out last know. year. I was like, okay, it's new to all of us. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't. Yeah. Know. There you go. Now you know. All right, listeners, that is our wrap up. Of the first ever Sip and Serve podcast fast food fantasy draft. We're going to read off our top fives for you. TJ, you were the first pick of the inaugural draft. What do you got for your five picks? Uh, my five picks. Uh, pick one, Blizzard, Dairy Queen. Number two, Cajun Fries from Five Guys. Number three, Cheese Sticks from Arby's. With horsey sauce. Yep. Number four, Sausage Gravy from McDonald's. And number five, uh, glazed donut from Krispy Kreme. Uh, I mean, just a little notable. Uh, too many sweet, sweet tooth items, and uh, I, f- I left off the meat, boys. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got, I got to looking at your list here, and I really don't think the listeners are going to pick you for the winner. I okay. just, I just, I just think you got, you got in your own head on this one, Troy. What do you think? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I went from the heart. All right, Sweet Tooth, DG. Actually, no, I'm, I'm pick number two, Rolski. Here's my list. Spicy Chicken Sandwich from Wendy's, number one. Number two, Spicy Chicken Nuggets from Wendy's. 
Pick number three, the Arby's Curly Fries. Pick number four, Subway, sub of choice, my preference, oven roasted chicken breast, six inch in the toaster. <laughs> Five, Burger King original chicken sandwich, mayo, lettuce with a little drizzle of the buffalo sauce. Those are my five picks. What do you guys think? Pretty solid. I think the buffalo sauce is a good add on the chicken, the chicken sandwich. See, if you've never if you've never done that, don't pour the whole thing on nope. it. It's just a drizzle. Yeah, just, just a, a little. little drizzle. Yep. Okay, so pick number three was Corey with the K. What's your list? So my five was a Wendy's Baconator, Chipotle bowl with chips, uh, Tim Hortons ice cap, steak and shake, Frisco melt, and a Coca-Cola from McDonald's. You know, you know, I think the listeners, most of the listeners would respect your your list there. You might have threw off a few with the Coke from McDonald's, but they've just got it like we talked about they've got to experience it because i know i know a few people close friends of mine that have noticed that mcdonald's fountain pop is really what really really good like we said it's different and people go through mcdonald's just for for a coke so absolutely and then we got a dg with the fourth overall pick what's your list my number one pick out of taco bell was the chicken quesadilla my number two out of raising canes was the chicken tenders with cane sauce Three, Chipotle chicken burrito. Four, Five Guys double cheeseburger. And my five my five pick to round it out was the Arby's classic beef and cheddar. And I feel good about that. I feel real good about it. I feel I feel I feel good too. I feel good about that. I, I really do think now I'm not trying to dog anybody here. I'm not trying to dog anybody. But I think DG, me and you me and your top fives might be giving each other a run for their money. I don't think it's going to even be close. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! He's calling a shot. Are I you think, si- are you sitting at home plate right now, pointing the bat to the freaking fence in the outfield? I mean, I think I'm going to run away with this thing. Okay, might be mercy rule even. Oh wow, Corey the kid, Troy. What do you guys think? Who do you think has the best list? Everybody give their opinion. I mean, I like mine. I I think we each like our own. Of course, list. that's why we all picked our. Uh, no, I, I think we can all agree TJ's is the worst. I agree. <laughs> I tell you, my I know that my come on. I mean, just because I pick sides and desserts, well, no, it doesn't not, mean I don't. Well, it's I not you, your I mean, items; it's what you pair them with or your. Choice. I tell you what, your cheese sticks dip, dipping yeah. in horsey sauce. I yeah. really just threw the listeners yeah. off right there. Same. And when we put this poll up, we're putting cheese sticks with horsey sauce. Yeah, same with the blizzard. Or, you pick, no, you picked the worst blizzard. Or possible. what? What was your second one? Horsey sauce or the three pepper sauce that they but have. But you did not mention I marinara, who's the no, all American replay. side. You re- replay that. <laughs> yeah, you said three pepper, but no marinara. Yeah, the horsey or the three pepper. No marinara. No marinara. Oh my gosh! That, See, I that, feel like that's going to lose you lose you some votes. Skip down the marinara right there. Yeah, but I went into this from the heart, and these are these are my items. Now, well, that's all, I, that's all I can ask for, Troy, and I'm glad you came on the podcast because I know you're a food connoisseur. These guys know you're a food connoisseur. You love food. You picked up the Old Canal Smokehouse for us, so we appreciate that. We appreciate having you on tonight. So, brother, we love you. Hopefully, we can have you back. Will you come back? I'll, I'll be back. I know you will because <laughs> you love this, and we love you too. Moving on. Now it's time for the Staple of the Sip and Serve podcast, a listener question and the question of the week. But first, we've already gave them a shout-out already tonight, but we're going to do it again. 
Shout out to the Old Canal Smokehouse. Smokehouse is known for the most unique craft beer selection and rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. Don't forget to visit them in their newly renovated space at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Thanks again. We uh, appreciate your sponsorship. Before we get started tonight, a recent question of the week winner reached out to us via DM on Twitter. He wanted to answer his own question and see if we heard his answer, we would change ours. So, Jalen sent this in on Twitter. He says, I want to answer my own question and see if you guys would change your answer after hearing mine. I would do the five years. So, let's let's go back a little bit here. His question was, if you robbed a bank and you got a billion dollars, would you and you got caught? You went to, you went to the court system. The judge says you go to the worst penitentiary 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 in the in the world, and you gotta stay five years or and keep can, and keep the money. And keep yeah, and you get to keep the money or you can give it all back and get off scot free. So that was the question. So he says he would do the five years. And this is his explanation. Because prison isn't exactly what TV and the media makes it out to be. Everybody everybody that's done time says the time away from loved ones, being bored in the food is the worst part of prison. Not the violence. And also, money is power in there. Normal people pay off guards and or other inmates for protection and special privileges. So imagine what you could do with a billion dollars. Believe it or not, prison has the same things that the outside world does. You're not supposed to, but the guards look the other way when they get paid to. Five years, that's 60 months. You could literally spend 100000 a month on protection and special privileges and still have $994 million left when you get out. So for me, the question is, could I spend five years away from my family? The answer is yes. You could get phone calls and visits. With a billion dollars, you could turn prison into your own gated community. Where you're the mayor. Wow. I feel like an idiot. Yeah. You know, he broke it down. He broke it down really, really well here. And that he went to a different place where I've never, I never even thought about going to. Same. You're a billionaire in this situation. I mean, you're, like he said, you're paying for your protection. You could pay the guards off. I mean, even if, even if you paid the whole, if you paid all the guards, so I'll give you guys two million. You guys can all split it. You protect me, and then you go to a group of fellows, the most badass people in that in the prison, and you say, "Hey, you get your group together. Let me be a part of it, and I'll give you guys two million too. Split it when we get out, or you know, you just put it into their account right there because they, I mean, they send money to these inmates all the time. Yeah, and I mean, the guards they know why guys are in there. So it's just IOUs right now until you get the full dollars. Well, I mean. And- you already got it in your account. The judge said you can keep the money if you spend your five, five years. years. So all you got to do is just send it to these inmates in their accounts in there. So all these you, inmates have accounts where they're getting money. So what do you lose? 10, 15 percent and you keep the rest when you get out? Yeah, you're safe. So, I mean, even if you, he says 994 million, hell, I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll split it up. Hell, I'll take 800 million when I get, I'll give away 200 million to stay safe in there for five years. And he's also saying, you know, you can get your phone calls, you can get visits, you're still going to see your family, you know, five years. Jalen, you broke it down well. DG, what do you think? No, uh, 
I, he he kind of framed it in a way I didn't I never thought of it. Um, but he he mentioned in his response that it would still be tough being away from your family and friends for five years. I mean, you could have the most comfortable life ever in prison. Yeah, but it'd still be really really hard missing out on all that stuff for five years. So it's still not going to be easy. No, but I, I I totally get what he's saying, and it that money could make it a lot easier for you. Yes, I guess. So and, and yeah, and to answer his question, would it change your answer? The way he broke it down, huh, absolutely. I mean, if I could come out of there in five years and my family would be set for generations upon generations upon generations with yeah. eight hundred million dollars, yeah, absolutely, Jalen. I'm glad you sent in that DM. I'm changing my answer. DG, you changing yours? Uh, probably, but I would need to really think think on it some more. Yeah, but it definitely changes the way I I look at the whole the whole thing for sure. Good deal, Jalen. Appreciate the response, Corey. The K, you ready to get into this thing? Yep. Uh, yep. So the first question we have this week is from Bruce. Which is worse, dying in a plane crash or sinking in a cruise ship? I'm gonna take this one, guys. So when I, Bruce, uh, great question by the way. When I first think of this, I just got off a plane. Okay, so. You know, thoughts. I, I told the listeners last week on the podcast, I thought I was a goner when that plane started shaking on the takeoff. So, you know what I mean? I mean, I started sweating. I mean, my, I, you know, I thought about it. I'm like, what do I do if this thing goes down? This is it. So, a plane would be easy because now, DG, you're making a face at me, but listen to me. You're up so high in the air, you've got literally. Say you're at say you're at full height. Say you're at thirty six thousand feet. You've got a good what minute going five hundred or two minutes going five hundred feet to the five hundred mile per hour to the ground. I mean, you're thinking about it. You're you're stressed out for what a good two minutes maybe. Uh, I mean, you're not stressed out. You're freaking terrified. Well, I know, I know. But and then it's and then it's done. Now hear me out. It's done. You hit the. There's no chance of survival going straight down to the ground, 500 mile per hour into the into the earth. Now think about a sinking cruise ship. You got 500 other people with you. This could take hours, hours, for this ship to go down. Think about the movie Titanic. That's what I thought about. I mean, how many, How long were they on there thinking, like, what are we going to do? The water's freezing cold. Say the water wasn't freezing cold. Say it was in the middle of summer still. Let's just put it in a Titanic perspective. I mean, they had life vests and stuff, but what are the chances of 500 people, the, sink, the ship sink? Say you got caught in a part of the ship where you couldn't get out because the water was coming in. That would be the worst. And you were getting ready to drown. And that you knew your life was going to end and, you know. 25 minutes you're just trapped. and you're just sitting there struggling for air trying to find the air pockets and you that's, knew you and your loved one were right there and you knew that you were both about to die that's brutal and you you took your last breath and you went underneath the water and that was it you got a good minute or you're dead and you're dead but i mean i think it's kind of an easy death isn't it for to drown oh, oh my gosh are you crazy Dude, <laughs> that's no. like your cheese stick and horsey sauce <laughs> That's, oh my God, that's no easy way to drown. Are no you kidding way, me? Man, no way. 
I'd rather just hit the ground and be dead. Than, Under those circumstances, yeah, dude, I'm definitely so, taking a plane. Bruce, crash. Bruce, to answer your question, my answer is dying in a plane crash. Troy, go ahead and go ahead and tell us what you think. Well, I didn't think there was a lot of meat to this question. There is. No, because I mean, dying in a plane crash or sinking in a ship. I mean, when you sink in a ship, where is the ship? Did it sink just off the the land, or is it clear out in the middle of the Atlantic? You're on a cruise. I feel I'm like, gonna analyze like, this question. <laughs> I feel like if Bruce was here right now, he'd tell you to quit freaking overthinking it. Yeah, he would kick your ass. Yeah, he, he would, but I like to give him some shit because <laughs> I know old Bruce. So, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, I'm leaning towards uh, sinking in a cruise ship because you got time. You got time to make choices and decisions that you can maybe pull yourself out of there. Again, you could be trapped in a certain area. I know, but listen to me. The question is, you're dying in both. No, dying in a plane crash or... Sinking in a cruise ship. He meant dying in a plane crash or dying in a... He's basically asking, how would you... How would you rather die? That's what he's asking. He he didn't write the question right. (laughs) Well, maybe he did. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. (laughs) Did you ever think about that? Would you rather die in a plane crash or die on a cruise ship sinking? That's the question. I mean, flying in a plane freaks me out like you did. I mean, just a little jitter. Oh, oh. Like, just scares the shit out of me. Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm with you on that. But, like, with a cruise ship, it just ain't boom. Like, you got some little more time to react. It's not a, I mean, a quick yeah, instant. Yeah, but you also, like, you also know you're going to die eventually if this thing's going down and you're stuck. So, you would you rather think about it or did it just happen? Yeah, like a cruise ship, you got longer time to panic. Mm-hmm. And a plane crash, yep. you got less time yeah, to you're, panic. Yeah, I mean, you're dead. I guess I would take the longer time to panic. I, okay. I, I'm probably an outlier, but... I'm going to take the cruise ship. All right, DG, what you got? How about this? <clears throat> if you know you're going down either way, on the cruise ship, it's going to happen a lot slower. Yep. If you're able to have cell phone service, you at least get a chance to say your goodbyes. Never thought about that. In a plane, no way. Yeah, it's done. Your phone's probably flying out of your hand. I mean... And yeah. you don't you don't have service probably up there. Yeah, no. you're in airplane mode. No. So that's something that just kind of came to mind. Uh but I'm probably going plane crash just because it's quicker. Okay. Corey with the K, any any thoughts on this one? No. Uh I mean I would so the question was which is worse? And I think sinking in a cruise ship would be worse. I would just rather end it in a plane crash and be over with. So, uh, Troy, you are the outlier. Moving on. Next question. All right. Next question is from Matt. If you could go on tour with one musical artist of any genre in any decade, who would it be and why? DG, I think you ought to hop on on this one. I think this is right up your wheelhouse. I did like this question. Uh, if I'm going, if I'm going on tour, then that means I'm at every single concert on that tour. That year, yeah. That means I'm backstage at every single concert. I'm hanging out with these guys after every single show, in between shows, on the tour bus, on the way to and from shows. After parties. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
some bands I considered, the Beatles. I don't even know if the Beatles like went on tours actually. They they did a stadium tour. They were the first one to ever do it in like a stadium, like Shea Stadium. The re, I, and I love the Beatles, but I wouldn't want that because everywhere those guys went was just absolute pandemonium, and that would get old. Like I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to fight that. Um, I'm gonna go with Pink or not Pink Floyd. I'm gonna go with Led Zeppelin because I just don't think I would ever get tired of hearing them play live, and. From what I know about them, they seem like pretty interesting guys. They're British, somewhat soft-spoken, but uh, I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. So, Led Zeppelin. Corey with the K, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, there's in the past year, there's this movie on Netflix called The Dirt, and it, it, it chronicles Motley Crue. You know, and I, and I really didn't know much about them. Until this, and I, this is way out of my comfort zone. Like, I, I'm not this kind of person that would just destroy hotels and just go out and party all freaking night. But after watching that, all the crazy stuff that they did, you have to pick going on tour with Motley Crue. I just, it'd be fun. I was on, funny story about that, I was on vacation, you know, Myrtle Beach, and my cousin, he goes, hey, have you seen that documentary about Molly Crew on Netflix yet? He goes, it's wild, dude. You got to watch it. Even if you don't like Molly Crew, you that's, still got to watch that's it. That's how I was. And that that's that's funny because he told me to watch it. So, oh, yeah, it's okay, awesome. good pick. TJ, anything? Um, Tough, tough question. Uh, it would be tough to nail it to just one band. Uh, I listen to more Pink Floyd music right now. You're welcome. Thanks to DG. Um, I can't leave out ACDC just because of the high octane. Oh, man, that would be so fun. That would be, that'd be cool. Concerts they have and just the after shows that they would you know put on is just unbelievable. But just to see Pink Floyd live and to see that explosion of that giant white brick wall and those animated characters would have been uh something else to see and i wish i would experience that in my in my lifetime Good. so I, i'm going with pink floyd all right pink floyd motley crew and dg picked led zeppelin led zeppelin everybody's smiling at me right now because they already know <laughs> but i'm going to tell you why i'm going to tell you why let me break it down for you my pick i mean listeners everybody knows rolski he loves some kid rock okay but this is why i'd pick kid rock not because I love, not just because he's one of my favorite artists of all time, but because in 1998, he was one of the badass, one of the most badass artists around in 1998. And I'm going on tour with him in 1998 when he brought out the Devil Without a Cause album. Okay, he sold 15 million albums in 1998. The album went diamond. Josie was alive. You guys all know who Josie is, right? Correct. Yeah, I know. He he was part he was part of the Kid Rock's crew. Well, hold on, give me an explanation. I don't know who Josie is. Real real quick, just hit me. Josie was a little person. Yeah, he was he was a he was a little person. He didn't live a long life, and he was part of uh, Kid Rock's crew. He was uh, on uh, Devil Without a Cause, the song, Three Foot Nine with a Ten Foot. You remember that? Yeah. Okay. Did he that, play that an it. instrument or no? He was he was he was he was just like a he was kind of like a he was Kid Rock sidekick like a hype a man yeah sidekick he would come out on stage get the mic and just hype the crowd up and then he had that line in Devil Without a Cause he sang a verse I mean three foot nine with the ten foot okay you know what I'm saying 
dick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I just wanted to get a little okay. quick. Okay. So Joe C was alive in 1998. He was big time. Kid Rock just brought himself out with this album, basically. And you know, the top Kid Rock songs. They're, they're, I mean, they're my favorite songs. Ball with the ball was on the album. Cowboy, Devil Without a Cause, and I Am the Bull God were all on the same album. Those are like probably like top four out of my six songs of, uh, I love of Kid Rock. Those are like. Uh, you know, they're in my top six songs, and they're on the same album in 1998. So, if I'm going to go on tour with this guy, I think 1998 would be the year because, I mean, that's when he broke through. That's when Kid Rock became the kid. He became the all-American redneck, the stone pimp. That was Kid Rock in 1998. So, I mean, if you can imagine Kid Rock now and what he does, think about what he did in 1998, you know, after the concerts. You know, that I mean... We're going on tour with these guys, so... A lot younger. Oh, my. Yeah. So, 1998, Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause, album released, 15 million sold, went diamond. That's my pick. Next question. I like, but before we move on, I like the fact you put a year on it. Yeah. And that's part of the question is, in any decade. So, I'm going to just clarify my answer. I'm going to go with Led Zeppelin. Their heyday was kind of like the 70s, early 80s, late 60s. So, I mean, I'm probably going to want to tour with them in the 70s when they were kind of at the height of their popularity. Because, I mean, they toured well into the 80s, I'm pretty sure. I mean, uh, Robert Plant, lead singer, he still makes music today, but I wouldn't want to hang out with them as, like, you know, 70-year-old 70, 70 dudes, you know what I mean? Yeah, you would, you would want, like, Motley Crue and Pink Floyd. Yeah. You would want these guys in right. their heyday, right? yeah, obviously. Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so the next question comes from Cade. I would love to hear what is on your guys' bucket list. What have you already checked off? Do you have plans of checking anything off soon? What are some things you may never check off? I mean, mine, mine's, mine's not real, like, not real big or anything, but um, courtside at an NBA game. I've already checked that off. I've set courtside in a playoff game and went to see Indiana Pacers versus the Hawks uh, a few years back when Paul George was still playing. Back, you were on the court? Yeah, me and my wife, I was in between jobs at the time, and I said, you know what? I got a week off here. NBA playoffs are here. Let me take you down to Indianapolis. And I, I just splurged. I'm just like, I'm getting a new job. I'm getting a better-paying job. Let's just splurge one time. We got uh, – it was that it wasn't actually courtside, but they they were called courtside seats. I wasn't the first row. Okay, I was three rows off the court, but I was behind the TNT. I was three rows. I was actually well, they were in the first row, so I was two rows behind the TNT broadcasters. So we were right there, and the the cool thing about that was was Eddie on there. Eddie, what, isn't that the TNT guy? Who's that? The white guy on no, there. No, no, no. Barkley. And- no, those, those are like the, the pregame and halftime guys. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like the guys who call the game, like uh, Kevin you, Harlan and them. You're thinking Ernie? Ernie Johnson? Yeah, he's thinking, he's thinking Ernie. Ernie. Anyway, anyway, I was two rows off from the uh, game broadcasters. Anyway, the cool thing was before the game, if you got courtside seats, you could walk on the court and go underneath the floor to get your beer and your food. You don't have to walk up the stairs. So I'm walking out on the court, you know. These guys are warming up in their layup lines, and I'm standing beside freaking Roy Hibbert, who's seven foot two for the Pacers. I'm just looking at this guy like he's a freaking giant, man. Like it was, it was, it was an unreal experience. If you've never, if you're a big NBA guy, you've got to get on the court 
and you've got to be able to walk down there and just stand beside these guys because it's unbelievable. Like you see a seven foot two guy, NBA player, just ripped up, just just dunking all over the place. I mean, it's it's an unreal experience. So I went down there, I grabbed my beer, and I'm walking back, I'm sipping my beer, and I was just like, like this was my dream. Like I'm on the NBA court watching these guys, I'm walking right beside them. Like literally, I could have touched them. Like they're shooting threes in the corner, and I'm walking right behind them. If I wanted to, I just could have poured my beer on his head if I wanted to. But <laughs> you know, anyway. Um, Court side of the NBA game, I've already checked that off. Um, out of the country vacation, I went to the Dominican twice. I've already checked that off my list. Um, I want. I've been wanting to, you know, get married. I've already done that. Some things I own my own house. We're sitting uh, in the podcast studio recording right now. And you know, a thing that I haven't checked off yet. Let's go to my bucket list that I haven't checked. I'd like to go snorkeling in crystal clear water. And I want to be in deep water. I've talked about this before. I want to go somewhere where it's crystal clear and I can be like 20 feet in water and I can see the bottom and I can see the beautiful, you know, the fish, whatever. I want to be able to do that. And I've also thought about, Cade, you know, I know you've done this before. I just don't know if I can muster up the courage to because I hate flying. I wouldn't mind experiencing skydiving. I know Cade's went skydiving with a listener, Austin. They went one, they went one summer. Um, I would love to do it. I just don't know if I can muster up the courage, but it, it's a bucket list, uh, bucket list item. Um, family, haven't had a kid yet. That's on the bucket list. Hopefully that happens. Last thing that's on my bucket list that I can think of is see my team, the Lakers, win a championship in person. I want to be there whenever they hoist up the trophy. I don't care if it's a game seven. I don't care if it's a game four. I want to be there in person in Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, and I want to see them hoist up the trophy. I wish I could have done it when Kobe was alive, but you know, you know, I mean, I, I didn't have you know financial, I didn't have the finances to do that when he was alive. So, if I can do that someday before I die, go out there during the NBA championship when they have a chance to win the the game, they want to win the title. I would love to be there. And um, besides the NBA championship, I want to own a car with over 500 horsepower. I want to have a freaking muscle car that can just rip the freaking streets up. How much horsepower does a regular car have? I, I'm not, not very much. Okay. I mean, you're, you're. I mean, if you're if you're buying a car with 500 horsepower, I mean, you're buying you're buying a you're buying a muscle car. So and they, they make cars. Don't get me wrong. They make cars you can buy on the lot nowadays with 500 horsepower. What? Like the new Mustang GT 5.0s, they've got close to 500 horsepower. Dodge but, Challenger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, Is that they, a 500? No, they're not no. 500, but they're but you can buy us you can buy a specific model of the Challenger, but you're paying I mean shit you're paying out of your pocket for that shit. But just the base is not. No, it's uh, not 500. It's it's probably like 420. You something have to like suit that. that thing up to get it. Yes, up to 500. yes. Or you're gonna buy a model for twenty thousand dollars more. It's already got it. Yeah. I'm so, just I'm anyway just trying to get a visual. There, yeah, man. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge muscle car guy. I love them. But anyway, that's my answer, Kate. Hopefully, I answered it for you. Troy, what you got? Uh, I'll uh, hit the the bucket list items I've checked off. Uh, like Clay, Rolski, uh, marriage. I've uh, I've uh, ventured into that. I've been married over five years. Congratulations! Thank you. And we just built a house uh, last year, so that's that's no. We, congrats on that. That's we checked a that beautiful off the house. Your yard's nice. 
Uh, not yet. No, the yard's shitty right now. <laughs> but I was going to, hey, I don't mean to get off topic, but I think one of our friends, Big Red, did he come over and get them cattails taken care of for you? He did. He knocked them out for me. A good deal. Go on. Um, and then the, the bucket list items, I got five of them here. Uh, kids, just like you. Yep. Uh, we want to have a couple of those. Um, Saltwater pool. In the backyard. Holy shit. Saltwater pool. Okay. Yeah, swimming pool. Yep. In ground. Diving board, slide. Uh, Tiki bar. <laughs> outdoor TV. If we can afford that, we may just do the mini pool. Okay. What else you got? <laughs> uh, and, and another one to lead off yours was uh, a vacation uh, like Tahiti, Bora Bora. Oh, man, Bora Bora would be something else, wouldn't it? Well, like you said, like the scuba diving or snorkeling, yeah. clear water. Well, those are two locations that are completely clear. Yeah. Um, Number two, well, I've hit, well, this is number four, actually. Play golf in Scotland or Ireland. Would love to play St. Andrews. It's, uh, it's the okay. home, of, home of golf. But if if I don't ever get to play that course, um, uh, Carnegie or any other course, I mean, I would love to play anything that you know the PGA is uh, touched. And then uh, the last one, uh, experience a full line of Pappy Van Winkle bourbon. Full line. What exactly does that mean? Um, they got lot B, 15-year, 10-year, and 23-year, I believe. And, you know, just, just test them to, out. Yeah, taste them all at once would all be right. uh, a bucket list item. The, listener know, the listeners know you're the bourbon guy. Yeah. DG. Uh, <clears throat> my, my bucket list has changed over the years. At one time, skydiving was on my bucket list. It's not anymore. I don't know. I just... Kind of lost interest. Um, but getting married was always on my bucket list. Checked that one off. Um, having kids has always been on my bucket list. You know, uh, not quite there yet, but hopefully in the future. Um, I guess, you know, just sticking around long enough to see my kids grow up, being able to raise them and see them become adults and have their own families, that's definitely on my bucket list. Uh... I've always wanted to travel to Europe. Never been to Europe. There's just so many spots in Europe I'd love to see. Uh, Switzerland, Ireland. Um, I'd like to, you know, drive around England for a while. I'd love to go to Greece. I'd, lo- I'd love to go to Italy. There's some, like, battlefields in Greece down there around Sparta. I'd love to hit up some memorials and stuff like that. Um, I'd love to go to the Middle East, Israel, Palestine, that whole area. It's the Holy Land. That'd be cool. Um... And then you were kind of talking about the Lakers, how you would like to, you know, see them hoist a trophy in Staples Center. Me, I don't have to be there, but dude, I'd love to see the I'd love to see the Reds win a World Series. In my lifetime, I'd love to see Ohio State men's basketball, basketball, not football, basketball team win a national championship. I think they haven't won one since 1961. 1960-61. What was the final four team with Penn, Skinny Penn? Was that, that was uh, that was, was like 99, 98, 99? 99. Then Odin went and played Florida. Yep. 
Yeah. Odin and Mike Conley. They lost the national championship yep. to Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. Their last championship was six sixty nine because then they went in seventy two and got beat by Cincinnati and Oscar Robinson. Big O. So that'd be cool. Um so yeah, there you go. Man, that Florida team that Ohio State played with Odin and them was stacked with NBA. I think talent. Adonis Haslam was on that team too, if I'm not. Uh, was no. that before his no, time? It was uh, Noah, Corey Brewer, Al Horford. Al Horford. I mean, they had NBA players all over the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which Ohio State did too. I mean, they had Daquan Cook, Mike Conley, Greg Oden. Yeah. I mean they. I mean they. They were both teams were they were stacked, but Odin was playing with a broken wrist. Yeah. So. Good deal. All right. That'll do it for the questions of the week. It's time to get to the question of the week. Corey K. Do the honors. Listeners, guess who's back? It's Rolski. It's time for the question of the week. Brought to you by the Old Canal Smokehouse. For the very first time, standing tall at the top, he goes by the name of Lee. Lee asks, everyone has that one friend growing up who always seemed to get you into some kind of sticky situations, but you always still hung out with them. Without saying any names, or maybe they won't care, let's hear some of your best stories. I got a friend that definitely comes to my mind. Uh, he's going to remain nameless. But um, I got I got three different quick stories I want to tell, all from different phases of life. I remember... I was probably nine, ten years old, and I uh, had the flu. It was the middle of summer, and I had the flu. wasn't feeling good. Was just laying on the couch in the living room, watching TV, just taking it easy. Um, starting to kind of come out of it, but still not feeling very good. Doorbell rings. Mom goes and answers it, and it's my my friend, and uh, he had ridden his bike over from you know across the neighborhood. <laughs> Must be a local. Yeah, he's a local. <laughs> and uh, he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm sick. I got the flu. And then, you know, he's, he starts starts razzing me like, oh, come on, dude. You're not sick. Blah, blah, blah. He said, come on. Come on. Let's go, let's go outside and do something. And I was like, I don't feel very good. And he's like, he just won't won't quit. Won't let it, you know, just razzing me and razzing me and razzing me and razzing me. So finally... I get up and I walk outside. I'm like, what? What do you want? Like, What do you want to do? Why do you keep bothering me? He said, let's ride our bikes to Clarksburg. Now, we live in a town that's probably, I mean, how many miles away is Clarksburg? <laughs> Seven, eight miles? Oh, I would think say, yeah. at least maybe. Yeah. Seven, eight. <laughs> so he said, and this is the middle, this is like the middle of July, dude. It's like 95 degrees outside. I'm, I got the flu. And he's just like, come on, man. Let's just ride our bikes to Clarksburg. I'm like, why? And he's just like, you know, we can say we rode our bikes. We rode our bikes there. We go there. We we get something to eat, you know, and then we'll just turn around and come home. And he, he just would not stop, dude. He just had his mind made up. So somehow or other, mom let me go. 
Um, so we hopped on our bikes and we rode our bikes down a pretty busy country road. And we rode our bikes that eight or nine miles to Clarksburg. I about died. You I'm, said you're nine or 10. Yeah. Wasn't very old. Didn't have helmets, nothing. Just, I think my mom didn't think we'd actually go. She didn't think we'd actually do it. She probably thought, hell, yeah, they'll get down there past the grocery store and turn right around, and come back. I mean, it was roasting that day, man. Somehow or other, he talked me into riding my bike all the way to Clarksburg. We get there, and I was I was not in good shape. And uh, I said, we can't do. I can't. I can't turn around, and ride my bike home, man. I'm I'm too sick. I feel terrible. And you know, he's just like, well, how how are we going to get home? Well, my family had a bank account open in the the bank in Clarksburg, luckily, and I knew I had a save. They had a savings account set up for me in there. So nine year old me walks into the Clarksburg Savings Bank. This was back before cell phones. We didn't have cell phones, and uh, we didn't have any money. And so I go up to the teller, never been to a bank by myself in my life. I walk up to the teller. She says, can I help you? I said, yeah, I'd like to withdraw 25 cents from my savings account. (laughs) I wanted a quarter so I could, you know, get a payphone, call my mom, come pick us up. And she said, well, what do you need 25 cents for? I said, I got to make a call. She said... Well, I'll just let you use our phone. <laughs> so she let me use the phone. I called mom. Mom wouldn't answer. She was busy, probably with my little sister. So I called my grandma. Grandma came and picked us up, put our bikes in the trunk. But that was just stupid. Stupid. I don't know why. Anyway, that's one. Um, hey, he put you in a tough situation. Yeah. He didn't call his grandma or his mom. No. You, you were calling. I had to. He he was he refused like he was all about riding our bikes back. He's like, "Come on, we're men, we're grown men. We rode our bikes here. We're gonna ride our bikes back." And You're I was 10. just like, "I know." And he's a tough brute. I know. So anyway, like later in life, this is probably like when I was like twenty one, twenty two. Um, we were sitting around a campfire. We were smoking cigars, and he talked me and another friend of ours as a show of our. Uh, manly toughness to burn ourselves with the cigar, lit cigar, you know, to show our, to bond us together. Well, manliness. Yeah. And like, you know, masculinity and all that stuff. So he talked me into burning myself with a lit cigar that night. And I've had a scar where I burnt myself ever since. Right there. (laughs) Anyway, that was stupid. And then, um, and then a couple years after that, we were leaving a wing joint in the local uh, next town over we were leaving this wing joint he was driving uh we pull out he's in the front seat his girlfriend at the time who he's now married to was in the passenger seat i was in the back seat he was texting somebody and he wasn't paying any attention to where he was going luckily we were only going about 12 15 miles an hour i mean we're coming around to the turn in the parking lot he wasn't paying attention he was looking down at his phone puts us right through a brick retaining wall that the restaurant had built around these dumpsters out in the back of their establishment. So he puts the car through the retaining wall. We we knocked it down. There's was, there's bricks and mortar just all over the all across the front of the hood, all over the windshield. Nobody got hurt. Was there dumpsters in that? But me and his girlfriend were both shouting like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" And it was too late. I mean, we were we were there was dumpsters in there. If there was somebody throwing trash away in the dumpsters, we'd have smoked them. He was lucky. Uh, he thought he was going to get in some kind of legal trouble, but uh, 
but it was on private property and the restaurant decided they didn't want to take any legal action. So he lucked out on that one, but he's got, that's just three of them. He's got me in all kinds of situations over the years. So there's my three, but Lee, good question. I know exactly what you're saying about that one friend we all had. And I definitely had that friend. All right. Great answer. DG, uh, your friend, man, sounds wild. Any idea who I'm talking about? Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, I think I know. No, exactly. I think I know who you're about. talking about. Okay. What do you, what do you, you got anything, Troy? Um, I don't really have stories. I maybe have a story. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, you know, you got that one friend, um, back in college, you know, having a good time out at the parties, frat parties, uh, Having a good time dancing, drinking, and then, well, you know, uh, you split up or something, and, you know, you're back, and that one buddy just likes to have a little more time at the party and enjoy it a little farther. I don't know what he's brewing up, but anyhow, he somehow he, he brings two ladies home. <laughs> so it's like, okay, like... He's he's got that he's got the one, but then he's got the other. It's like, whoa, what is he going to do with the other? So I ended up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I got to sacrifice and uh, you know take the friend so he can enjoy his night. You know, so I don't want to go into detail, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I think I, I think I get what you're putting down. I think I might have heard this story a time or two, but he's put me in that situation twice. Yeah, that son of a bitch. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, <clears throat> listeners, I wish I wish you guys could see my facial expressions <laughs> while these stories were going on. Because I tell you what, I've cried twice, and you probably you probably wouldn't have been able to hear me, but I, I stepped away from the mic and I just broke down in tears these two stories because I know exactly who they're talking about and it I mean it's just great memories so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in here and once again I'm gonna I'm gonna re, I'm gonna these guys are gonna remain nameless yeah so I'm not naming any names I'm not calling anybody out but I've got this friend and I, I'm gonna name a few people here I'm going to tell a few stories, and they're all different people. Because I, I can't narrow it down, because when I, when I was growing up, I had a crazy-ass friend group. So, you know, God, like what DG was saying, I mean, this guy, I mean, he ran into a brick wall. Uh, I mean, I don't, he might have been texting that night, but... I rode with him, and he, he's, he acts like a NASCAR driver. Like I mean, he 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 just he just likes going fast. Um, you would think he was he was behind the pedal of a freaking V twelve NASCAR riding around the track at one hundred and twenty mile per hour. I mean, I'd get in the car with this guy. You know, we 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 would leave a wing spot and we'd be driving up a back road in the middle of winter and we'd be we'd be cruising, taking one of our buddies home. And next thing you know, we end up we end up in a ditch, smack the ditch and. One of my buddy's knees flies through the uh, back seat. Other guy hits his head off the back seat. One guy hits his head off the windshield. I hit my freaking face. It's plastered by an airbag. 
<laughs> so this car isn't drivable out, out of this ditch. Uh, <laughs> long story short, he wasn't a NASCAR driver. <laughs> he wasn't a NASCAR driver, but God love him. Another another story is uh, same person, you know. We were we were uh, probably I don't know nine to ten years old, about the same time you guys might have rode your bikes down there to Clarksburg on a ninety five degree July day. Yeah, the tour to Frankfurt. Yeah, um, might have been a few years later. I'm not sure. He got a nice nice Christmas present one year. It was a goped. And by God, that was the best thing that ever happened to us kids in the neighborhood. You know, you get on this go pad. For those of you who don't know, it's it's just like a little stand up scooter that has a motor on the back, a little weed eater mower. Well, he got this for Christmas, and his dad hooked him up, like put on a bunch of aftermarkets on it, souped it up real nice. I mean, new aftermarket uh, exhaust pipe. That thing, I mean, I, I remember that exhaust. That was nice. I mean, it it sounded like hell just raising down the middle of frame like you could hear him coming from the dairy cone all the way back to the back to the house in development i mean i mean you could just hear i mean we just raised hell on this thing but the thing is they always they always told us when you're not riding double ever you're not riding double well <laughs> we well rode, let's let's try it we rode, we, <laughs> we rode double by god we we fit two of us on that thing and the day we did it, I mean, we were raising hell all day long. His parents were at work. We were just out on this thing, just cruising summer, living life as 10-year-old kids. And we came up, actually right beside DG's driveway, that hill right there, and we got on the sidewalk. And the sidewalk was always real bumpy through there, like the sidewalk was uneven. We came up that hill full speed. We jumped through the someone's yard, like front yard, and we got on the sidewalk there, and we were hitting it as hard as we could. And he hit that sidewalk that was bumped up a little bit. <laughs> I tell you what, we we flew about four feet in the freaking air, and we landed like we we flew. We were doubled up, so we like flipped over the handlebars and we face planted into some guy's yard. And the freaking handlebars just were mangled. The exhaust was hanging off like. There was probably five hundred dollars of extras on this thing, and it probably cost five. So we're talking thousand dollar kid toy, right. and might have been more. But long story short, that thing wouldn't run home. We were all mangled, bruised. We had to. We were crying, like we knew we were about to get our asses ripped. We walked this scooter home one day. <laughs> I mean, just just the walk of shame. The handle, the handlebars were just hanging off. The exhaust was dragging the road on the walk back. Yeah, I've had a walk of shame before. The, I'm sure you have. Yeah. The 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 ass ripping we got that day after mangling that scooter was unbelievable. I'll never forget that. Uh, I'm just going to keep this short, and a few people will know what I'm talking about. A few people won't, but uh, football dips, you know, down there. We, we played a lot of football, put a lot of dips in. I'm just going to keep that short. We're going to keep on moving. Moving on. Big Red. I got a friend named Big Red. I know I'd keep nameless, but he'll appreciate this. I think we might have brought this up before. Kayaking in the freezing rain. Yeah. I mean, this guy, when he's got when he's got something planned, he wants to have an extra, extravaganza. Like, he plans it a week ahead, and then that day, we're ready to go. Like, we're not... We're, we're planning this kayaking trip, and this son of a guy, I mean, it's... 
you could see the storm coming. The storm is coming. I mean, it's dark. We're just like, you know, maybe we should just stay back and drink a few beers and just hang out. You know, we'll go kayaking some other time. Nope. Nope. Everybody on. Everybody on. We start taking off down the road and it starts raining when we're when we're driving there. You know, any any you know, any smart person would say, you know, well, let's turn around, let's go back. We're not gonna do this. I mean, did it look like it was gonna pass quick or did it look dark for a while? Oh, it was dark. <laughs> we got on the creek, you know, it was sprinkling, whatever. We got on down. It, it rained a little bit, it wasn't hard, but we got into a squall. And we've told this story on the pod before. I mean, it was just miserable. It was freezing cold. You know, we had people trying to start fires with socks. They had their <laughs> socks on. They were trying to start fires with socks on the side. That's how cold it was. It was miserable. So that's a that's a uh, big red story. Also, late night road pop drinking, drinking pops on the late night roads. And it's never ending with him. I mean, it's never ending. We go out on the town, and then we, you know, we, we take the long way home. By God, you want to talk about the long way home? We're talking hours the long way home. Like it's it's talk about a sticky situation. I mean, you you've been ready to go home for two hours, but he's still driving <laughs> roads you've never even heard of in your life. Like, come on, like, come on, Red. Like what? Like where are we going right now? And I mean, it's time to be home in bed. Also, not going to go into it, but uh, you know, we a fake petting zoo. Yep. A fake petting zoo. You heard. You heard what I said. We well, yeah. We're, there might have been a fake petting zoo. Moving on. I've got two other guys that uh, remain remain nameless. And I'm not going to say any names because that was quick. These fake guys petting zoo. Yeah. Forget we'll, about we'll it. We'll move on. All right. Um, he said what needed to be said. These guys here. Um, you know, these guys here. They were my good friends back in the day, and they still are my good friends. I love them to death. They're, they're successful in life, but the times that I had with these two guys, I'll never forget. I mean, and these two might have been the wildest of the wildest friends that I ever had in my life. <sighs> Talking, I mean, knocking people out in Myrtle Beach, running across the highway, walking two miles down the beach back to the resort. Talking about... uh puking down the main street of frankfurt from the gas station all the way past the post office that happened sleeping in driveways because we couldn't make it home that happened you know these guys i've i've got sticky situations i'm not going i'm not going to expand on it but you know all these stories i love these guys i'll forever remember them i could go on and on with my stories but lee great question i think that'll wrap it up anybody else got anything no, that was, uh, that was a good way to round it off. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, like I said, us guys. I mean, we've we've all we've all lived our lives. We've got stories for days from growing up till college till now. Um, so I mean that I mean that'll do it. That'll do it for us. That's the end of our show. Hope y'all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod, and like us on Facebook. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in those questions for episode 12. Also, listeners, DG, I know you can get in on this. Why is everybody scared to send in a voicemail? I don't know. I think we've, to date, we've only, we've had two. We've played two. 
And one of them was some dude calling in about how Coors Light's on the Rockies. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't important. But anyway. Um, he never left a name? No, nothing. No. Just, I don't know. I don't know what that was. And then we had Brian. And he left us a good one. Yeah, BG's left one. Oh, yeah, yeah, BG. But, yeah, they, they we're empty right now. We didn't even have any to draw from this week. Guys, we have a gift. We have two gift cards left here. We got free money sitting around. And we're trying to give away. Old Canal Smokehouse is willing to feed us gift cards to give a, give out for our voicemail segment. So, I mean, what's the problem here? Do you think part of it is they don't they don't want to like risk sounding dumb on the podcast? Because if that's the case, there ain't no way they're going to sound any any dumber than me or you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you listen to what we talk about every freaking week? Yeah. I mean, my God, send us in a freaking voicemail, people. We got gift cards here waiting for you. 740-720-3537. DG, say it again. That's 740-720-3537. The Sip and Serve Hotline. Hit it up. Hit it up. And, hey, and uh, practice before you call. You know, second, third time through, and give a call. Great tip. Prepare. Great tip. Sounds like you might have sent one in before, Troy. I tell you, what else I appreciated about this episode was Jalen's feedback on that question. Now, it was his own question, and that's fine, but I know we appreciated that. It gave us something to talk about. It was good to, you know, have that interaction with him, but listeners can, they they don't all have to be questions. You know, they don't all have to be questions. Just uh, a message, an email, just saying, hey, I heard this question on the last episode, and you guys really dropped the ball on that one. You didn't even think about this, or wow, you just swung and you just whiffed on that question. You know, what do you? How about how about that? Or you know, this this top five fantasy thing we did with the fast food items tonight. Maybe we left a big one out, and you know, listener was like, "Wow, I can't believe nobody picked that one." Send it in. Just holler at us. We'll talk about it. We'll chop it up. Uh, Troy, it was good having you back in the studio. Appreciate you uh, coming in, helping us out. Enjoyable as always. Rolski, good to have you back as well. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. I'm here, people. I'm here to stay. Vacations are over. I love being in the studio on Friday nights, recording for every Thursday, sipping serve podcast. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. And this one belongs to the Red Legs. Moose. Thanks, Troy. Love you. Can't wait to have you back. Appreciate you, man. Coors Light, pretty good beer. Cold as the Rockies.